Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey the 100th Melchester Odyssey, Sam. Wow, what a feeling. Um, is it, though? I don't feel yeah. anything. Feel I don't like feel a anything. huge sense of achievement. It's just an arbitrary number. Like I've nothing. made a massive contribution to the cultural fabric yeah. of this great nation. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this or not, but um, the episodes of this podcast, Top Flight Time Machine... Mm. Um, are going to be stored in the British Library Sound Archive. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that, yeah. Yeah, so that's quite a thing, isn't it? We're part of the... We are part of the cultural fabric of the nation. Do we get, officially. Do we get paid for that? Do we fuck? But... Um, I, I used to spend quite a lot of time in the British Library. But and, to uh, be honest, uh, it's a pain in the arse. Why? So much admin involved with being there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be, be even worse at the minute with COVID, if you can even yeah. get in there. yeah. What we want to be doing is making these episodes available as NFTs or nifties, as I call them. Ah, that's where the real like money that. is, that's mate. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm, we'll see. Do you want to knock this one out as a nifty then? Let's not the hundredth episode of this will be knocked out as a nifty. We will tell you where and when it is available to bid on <laughs> on our Twitter on our Twitter feed, and um, <laughs> and you will personally own this as a digital yeah. entity forever and ever Does that and mean you can, can resell it if you want who, who, who has the copyright to it though do they get the copyright to it do they own it can they put it out as vinyl don't, don't like cut that? this bit out because I don't know right Right. and I don't right. want to undersell but what yeah. they do is own it and blockchain technology oh, yeah, the blockchain, yeah, blockchain right will yeah. legitimise their ownership It'll also mean, though, that if the value goes up, say if, like, one of us or both of us dies, and as a result, the Which value goes up, yeah, it'll go up, and then you can resell. Right. But, cut this bit out as well, every right. time it's resold, as a result mm. of the blockchain, we will get secondary rights every time it is sold. Do we? Forever. Is that true? Is that why I'm cutting that out? Or is it not true? No, that is 100% true. I'm not cutting any of this out, by the way. Okay, well, the truth is, if someone gets this, they buy buy it for e- Ethereum. What Ethereum? That's the digital currency. What's an Ethereum? Use. That's right. the new, it's like another version of Bitcoin, but it's what they use. God that's Christ. what the block the blockchain that is um, that governs NFT universe is called Ethereum. And right. I think the currency is ether, and that's what you use. And at the moment, oh, like one 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 ether is like a thousand dollars or something mad. It's like skyrocketing the whole time. 
Oh, Don't worry, this isn't gonna. This you, well, you can start the bidding at like 0. 0.2 Ethereum or something for this. Fuck me. But the main Did thing is, s- mate, some someone buys it and then they might resell it the next week if they want to. Yeah. If they think the value goes up. Do we get a cut and again then? then? We yeah. always get a kickback forever, right. and we don't have to do any admin to monitor that because the blockchain. blockchain. Does it. Blockchain. What happens if What happens if the blockchain packs up? It can't, mate. It's not possible. Why? Blockchains are impervious. They're like cockroaches. No, 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 no. Someone, surely, someone somewhere, even accidentally, can unplug the blockchain, and then it all falls apart. Okay, now the blockchain. The blockchain's. Oh, I thought that was the printer. No, it's the fucking blockchain. You (laughs) fucking fucking idiot. Now what we're gonna do? We're gonna have to start again from scratch. You're not saying write a letter to everyone. On the plug, I wrote a B in marker pen, so you know it was the blockchain and not the printer. Wow, you fucking trick. You shouldn't leave the wires out everywhere. I fucking kicked it when I was going to the fridge to get some milk. Bang! It's out of the thing. The old thing shut down. We should oh. have had a backup generator. <laughs> have you seen, though, the amount... Not not blockchain, but Bitcoin. The amount of um, power it takes for for computing power. Well, it's really you bad know for what? the environment. I was, tr- I was trying to flog... The uh, my Nigel Farage prank from 2017. Yeah, as a nifty. I had this idea to sell it as a nifty and donate half of the proceeds to a charity that helps settle refugees here in the UK, find homes to them. Nice. The, the, the charity that I chose to collaborate with was the one that helped my, my future friend, Gary Lineker. You know Gary Lineker had a refugee living with him? He did, yeah. Yeah, and they sorted that out, right? Right, And okay. they're called Refugees at Home. So I thought, right, I'll give half the money to them. I thought there was a, a delicious irony in um, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. in selling the, the Farage clip and using it to settle refugees here. Um, it didn't sell. It didn't sell. No, nothing. I've, I've, no I bids. think I made the starting bid too high. I think I was too bold. But I did, it, didn't get, it didn't get a single bid. Right, oh. whatever. I'll I'll go back and I'll try again sometime. I, I could. There's different platforms as well. I tried one called OpenSea, which I think is the most popular. But there's all different okay. ones. Anyway, well, the thing I, is, at the minute, everyone's flogging everything on the fucking blockchain, aren't they? So you know, yeah, all the yeah, nifties so are up for sale at the minute. So, so market's flood. I I stuck it on there, and when I tweeted about it and said, mm. "Yeah, want to buy this?" A couple of people said, and I had no idea about this. Said. Do you have any idea how bad that is for the environment? And I thought it was a wind-up at first, because I was ignorant of it, right? Mm. And I was like, what's all this? What, bad for the environment? Me selling a clip on the internet? It's a computer. I'm not fucking burning any fossil fuels for this, right? Mm. Turns out, checks out, it is bad. But then, some other fucker, you'll love this, mate. He chips in. Someone's had a pop at me about it, which was fair, because they'd educated me. And I was like, okay, didn't know that. Mm. And before I could respond... Some other fucker pipes up, right? And this is what he says. He goes, you're right. To the other bloke who said, this this is like killing the planet, right? Yeah. You're right. I've been I've been thinking about... This is exactly what he wrote. He went, I've been thinking about cancelling my IFS subscription for a while now. And this is the last straw. <laughs> Good. It was, Good the la- fucker. it was the last straw, mate. He'd been pondering it for ages. I don't know yeah. what made him ponder it. Stroking his go. chin. I mm. don't feel that I'm getting 
value for money. And they're, they're fairly entertaining, but are they sufficiently entertaining for me? <laughs> <laughs> they do five episodes uh, a week, sometimes six. Couldn't they do a seventh or eighth? Uh, I'm not sure. And also, their <laughs> ethics trouble me. What exactly are... What's their objective? Oh, now he's selling NFTs. This is the final straw. Uh, and he cancelled no. his subscription. Can He's believe burning that, coal in China unnecessarily. I won't have this. I'm yeah. not contributing towards that kind of lifestyle anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, well, bye-bye. Um, yeah. Close I mean, the door on, the, on your the, way out, dickhead. On the Patreon thing, there is an option where you do unsubscribe, where you can tell us why you're unsubscribing. Oh, God. And you can you can list your grievances, list your objectives, if you like. Mm. Uh, and I, I need to say at this point, I have never, nor will I ever, read any of those reasons why anyone's I looked unsubscribed. once, and I found it so upsetting that I have <laughs> never looked again. Well, You've got a of drop hell. down menu, right, of options, yeah. and like, you know, it's like can't really afford it anymore, or uh, you know, a really, uh, I suppose, good ones. Oh, I haven't had time to listen, whatever. And somebody said that oh, goes, or if you want, into your own. I'm going to enter my own yeah. because the options available to be on this drop down menu are not sufficient. So I will take the time to write my own. <laughs> now, <clears throat> fetch me my quill. And they fucking start tearing us apart. Can't believe it. <laughs> Cannot believe it. Oh, man. The fucking internet. There you go. Um, I'll watch out. I'll, this will go out on Thursday. I'll watch out for the subscriber numbers to drop rapidly. Because, yeah. and the reason they'll give is, Melchester Odyssey contained no Melchester yet again. There's, so, yet again, they're only on about fucking nifties, and now they're going to make money out of them. Yeah, 100th episode turned into another tirade about fucking profiteering <laughs> so what we'll do is quite um, uh, cleverly we'll turn to the Manchester Odyssey again it's uh, 4th of September 1982 issue that we're looking at I think you've got the cover in front of you there Sam I think I sent you it I do. it's yeah. a great cover it's got really Roy nice. doing the rocket with the outside of his left foot, as, it, as he normally does. Look at the fucking definition on his fucking thighs. You could put that, put those thighs yeah. on a barbecue. Okay, here's one for you. What are the top three thighs in real life history of football? Um, and there is a correct answer. Paolo Maldini is one of them. Uh, yes, correct. But that's mainly for the perfectly even tan. <laughs> God, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You'll have to enlighten me. Okay. In second place, Stuart Pearce. Enormous oh, yeah. thighs. Yeah. And in first place, the greatest thighs in the history of top flight football mm-hmm. are Mark Sparky Hughes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Perfect Mark Leslie. Life. Mark Leslie Hughes, to give him his full name. His <laughs> but, middle name's uh, Leslie. Bulk and definition. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, but I mean, races there—they look—they look almost raw, like raw meat. Look at them. Yeah, Jesus they do. Christ! But anyway, he's got like a big smile. Something you'd oh, get, like, out. yeah, that you'd get <laughs> from the butchers for Easter not- Sunday roast. Have you noticed the hairs on his arms as well? Christ, yeah, they get They're quite weird. spiky. Yeah. Fucking hell. 
and well, he must be wearing okay. a lot of hair lacquer because despite the fact that his body's in quite intensive motion he does mm-hmm. not have a single hair on his head out of place his hair which yeah. is really similar to now not steve marriott one of the other not ian mcclagan but one of the other small faces the one who was sort of the de facto leader was that ronnie lynn yeah he's got a ronnie lane <laughs> hairdo here it's weird. I think you were talking early eighties where there was a big mod revival, wasn't there? So there was, maybe yeah. Roy had got involved in that. That could be what it is. So um there he is and he's doing the rocket and it just says inside the ball that he's kicked, it says go for goal, see inside. And I don't no, know what that fucking, means. Alright then. You didn't have to work as hard to sell magazines in those days. You just said, Go for goal, see inside. Put that. What does any of that mean? I don't know, but I'm fucking buying it and looking in. Especially in those days, um, news agents were a little bit more stringent about the whole "if you want to read it, buy it" thing. I used yeah, to get a lot yeah, more course. shit then. Now, now, fucking in and out of news agents, I'll pick up. Not in COVID times because you don't want to get your, your finger, dirty yeah. fingers over them. But in non-COVID, I pick up. I'd go in the local news agents, pick up the new mm. scientist, get a few bits of information out of it, put it back on the rack, and fuck off. No one says anything. But when I was a kid, if I tried to pull a stunt like that with Roy of the Rovers, the fucking shopkeeper would let you know about it. You'd get a yeah. rocket, Oi! wouldn't you? Put that down! Fucking, what the fuck are you doing, cunt? The fucking library! <laughs> you don't go into McDonald's, get a load of chips, lick them all, put them back and fuck off without paying, do you? <laughs> I'm looking in and Go For Goal is uh, a brand new quiz page. Which they have uh, managed to spread across a double double page spread. It's five questions, so they've done well there for space filling. Uh, there's a couple of pictures as well, but uh, yeah, it's a five part quiz. You got the questions? That's, that's Did you? Are you interested right, yeah, in asking me it. those questions? Yeah, I am. I mean, okay, here you go. I love Bear in mind, this is 1982. I love football quizzes. Right. Just tell me when you've had enough. Number one, okay. how much do you know about soccer north of the border? It says, last uh. season Clyde finished as Scottish second division champions. Who were runners-up? Oh, fuck it now. Um, Partick Thistle. Nope, Alloa Athletic. Yeah, uh, who is the odd man out here? Peter Ward of Nottingham Forest, Alan Sunderland of Arsenal, Brian Horton of Luton Town, John Gregory of QPR, Peter O'Sullivan of Fulham, Gary Williams of Crystal Palace, and Mark Lawrenson of Liverpool. A long list there. <laughs> it's the odd fuck one out. Fuck now. That was I can't remember all names. I remember John Gregory. I'll give you the I names guess. again. I'll give you the names yeah. again without their clubs. Peter Ward, Alan Sunderland, Brian Horton, John Gregory, Peter O'Sullivan, Gary Williams, Mark Lawrenson. Oh, Sullivan, because he's the only one who doesn't have a surname that's also a first name. <laughs> no, nowhere near. Clutching you're gonna kick. Scores. You're gonna kick yourself. Go it's on, Alan man. Sunderland. It's Alan Sunderland. He's the only one that's never played for Brighton. Ah, of course. <laughs> Easy. There's a picture here of Kenny Swain of Aston Villa. Since right. he has been at Villa Park, Kenny has made the right-back position his own. But can you name yeah. his first league club where he played as a striker? Whoa. Kenny He's Swain. He's gone from striker to right-back. Yeah. Interesting journey. Um, well, so he, he plays for Villa. Oh, fuck knows, like uh, Coventry. Oh, close. It's Chelsea. Yeah. There's two more. Do you want them? Yeah, fuck it. Jesus Christ. There's a picture of some FA Cup fifth round action between Coventry and Oxford. 
the Sky Blues went through to the quarterfinals where they played a local derby. Were their, were their opponents West Brom, Aston Villa or Birmingham? Now, you could get this right from a guess. Yeah, 82. Mm-hmm. Both Villa and West Brom were decent in this era. Mm-hmm. League Cup. I'll say West Brom. Correct. Right. I mean, that was Big Ron era West Brom, probably. Yeah, it will have been. One more. You're standing on the terraces at the Valley when you see winger Carl Harris in a race <laughs> for the ball with talented defender John Brecken. Which two she- second division clubs would you be watching? Standing at the Valley, did you say? So, yeah. um, Charlton and... Yeah, Charlton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, the other one, I just have to guess and say, fucking Luton. Oh, it was Rotherham. Rotherham yeah. United. There we go, one out of five. Well, I enjoyed that quiz. I hope the listeners did too. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have. But no, uh, whatever. That, lads. What more unsubscribers coming our way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the new stories, before we get into Melchester, the new stories that we touched upon last week, I'll give you a little update on each of those. The Wheelchair Wonder... Now, you didn't want to know this because he'd just about to get hit by a car, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Young Danny Kidd. And um, <laughs> it's you see it from perspective of behind the driver's head from inside the car. And all you can see is uh, the panicked younger child, young Alex, um, and Danny running across to try and save him from being hit by the car. And the driver is saying, Oh, crikey! No! I'm going to hit one of them! I can't stop! That's a lot to say. That's a lot to say in a small space of time when you're about to hit a kid. But um, that's what he says. And um, Danny does get hit. Young Alex is saved. Danny does get hit. He does go to hospital. Um, And then he's in hospital and they say that um, his right leg is permanently damaged. He will be lucky if he ever walks again. So he's in the hospital... And it says Danny sank deeper and deeper into black depression. And there's uh, a nurse there and she says, when she's in the room there with Danny, she says to another nurse, I've got an idea. Football focuses on television in a minute. Perhaps that may cheer him up. <laughs> well, given, given that his burgeoning soccer career has just come to a horrific end, I it don't think it will. He needs. And it doesn't. And he shouts, turn that thing off. I can't stand it, I tell you. And the nurses the are, the, the are terrified. And he, he picks up a jug of water and he throws it off the TV, smashes the screen. And he says, I never want to see another football again. Never. As long as I live, I'm crippled. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah. Different times, different language. And then what seems to be a doctor comes into the room and he looks like, he's, he looks like a slightly unorthodox sort of doctor. And he says, hey, 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 what's the scene here then? Aggravation, Ooh. smashing TV sets. We can't have that. And this, I'm going to show you now, and I want you to tell me who he reminds you of. Uh, Sonny out of Sonny and Cher. Okay. Or Bruce Forsyth. Or Bruce Forsyth. Now, I think, given that it's a hospital, and it's a children's hospital, yeah. I think there's a Jimmy Savile vibe there. Oh, yeah, the hairdo, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and the, the way he talks. Hey, 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 yeah. what's all this hey, then? Hey, Aggravation. Hey. Aggravation. Disruption. What's the scene here? Well, 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 what's the scene? What? Smashing TV sets. We can't have that. 
So oh, that's okay. quite worrying. That is the last frame in this week's edition of it. So there may be more input from this Savile-esque monster in, uh, in now, the wheelchair. I wouldn't want him, I tell you what, I wouldn't wonder. want him treating me much less my kids. Ooh, quite worried about that. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. And on the other one that we mentioned, which was the uh, Space Invader, which was the kid who's obsessed with playing... Um, Alien games. Right in space. And his dad had the hammer holding over him. And he does, the dad does smash the machine up with the hammer. <laughs> it wasn't an idle threat. He's done it. He smashed it up. Alex tries to, not Alex, uh, Wilbur tries to mend it, fails. And then he needs a job to get a new machine. Gets sacked quite quickly from a garden centre. Um, and then ends up going to the club where he was going to get the trial. Uh, and they put him in goal. And he's shit. And that's the end of that week. So. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. I think they've come up with the idea for the story and then try to flesh it out and it hasn't really worked. Okay. Melchester. Can happen. So, in the Royal Rover story, it said... I mean, thank fuck. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing football again. The cricket era is over. Yeah. <sighs> thank fuck. Um, but they do have some newspaper stories at the top, don't they, saying... They do. Mm-hmm. Saying uh, well, that I mean, the... Uh, they make back referencing the terrible dabble with cricket that Melchester got involved that Roy got involved in for his own as we can as we understand it his own financial gain over the summer he didn't get any of the Rovers any time off and forced them all to take part in a cricket tournament and they all got injured so all the headlines say cricket well one says Rovers pay the price of sensational victory over Cavaliers right Uh, another one says Vernon Elliott injured in crowd celebrations don't mm. remember that happening, but that sounds like a brilliant yeah, he incident. Fell off, he fell off the shoulders of the fans, remember? Oh, yeah, like Steve Morrow, yeah. After that one, yeah. And, uh, but the, the final uh, back page headline says, Cricket, lovely cricket? Roy Race doesn't think so. Cricket, <laughs> lovely cricket? Is that a reference to something? Because that, to me, they've used that as if that's a commonly used phrase or saying, but it's one I've never heard. Uh, maybe it was a common phrase at the time that's just faded away. I don't know. I think that um, I think that the uh, the sub editor of this particular newspaper has got a little bit carried away with himself, like slightly poetic and um, sort of cryptic in his headline. Cricket, lovely cricket, is a song. Question mark. Oh, is it? It's a song. It's the Victory Calypso, um, and it's by Jar Thomas. It says here. Let's have a little listen to it. This guy, this guy, cricket, lovely cricket. So all you got to do is lick the ball before it reach a wiki. I beg your pardon, what did you say? I said keep on saying. Say, stop. Say, cricket, lovely cricket. I love it. Before it reach the wiki. I say, cricket, lovely cricket. There we go. Yeah, cricket, it's a brilliant, to be fair, it's a brilliant song, but I don't feel as if it's a like a renowned enough of a hit for them to use that reference in their newspaper headline. I'm looking to see if it was actually a hit at all because um, I don't remember it. Cricket, lovely cricket. Lovely cricket. Cricket, lovely cricket. Were you a hit? No, you were not. Okay, there we go. That's that's uh, answered that. So, yeah, it says, um, for Melchester Rovers, the start of a new football season. Their triumphant return to the first division was only a few days away, but already player manager Roy Race had problems. 
Um, yeah, yeah, and in that newspaper, we can see that Penny's reading the newspaper because there's a very, very beautifully sculpted uh, red fingernail mm-hmm. that's holding the newspaper. Unless, of course, Roy is dabbling in a little bit of um, transgenderism, if you like. Gender bending, as it would have been called in 82. We're just months away from Boy George's appearance on the scene. Yeah. Um, so, Pen- but it's not. It's Penny. Look it's at, not. Look at, what do you think of my fingernails? It's something I've been experimenting with. I I'm not going to go out that- like this. I'll, I'll, I'll do it around the house, if you don't to mind. To begin with. What do you think? Oh, right, yeah. It's certainly unusual. It's, yeah, good. I just thought it might be something, you know, snazzy up my image, get myself involved more in the modern styles. Be good I for commercial thought- endorsements. Football's becoming increasingly modern, and I think if I get in touch with the female side, it might attract more female fans to the ground. Not that I want to see more female fans in the ground, but it might be nice. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'll try and sleep with them, Pen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's we live in a multicultural society now, so it'll be good for a few birds to come down and watch the match. <laughs> Maybe we can give them their own their own little area fenced off. I don't know and if you've seen this cheerleaders. Not d- Depeche Mode. I've seen them on Top of the Pops, right? And uh, some of the lads had black fingernail uh, <laughs> nail polish. And I thought, that's not bad, that. I like that. I might give it a go, but in Melchester Red. So, you know, you've got to keep up with the kids, because if not, they're going to switch off and start following something else, you know. <laughs> They'll start following that Space Invader thing that our other lads doing in my paper. Well, no, it's Penny reading the newspaper, and she says, Poor old Vernon. He must have felt he was being trampled on by a herd of elephants. He'll be out for a, with a torn muscle for at least eight weeks. Oh, no, it's what not her saying that. It's Roy. It's Roy, because oh. look, the speech bubble's coming from the other oh, side yeah. of the newspaper. I was thinking, fucking hell, what does she, she knows a bit about physiotherapy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, it's Roy. He'll be out with a torn muscle for at least eight weeks. And then Penny speaks, and she says... Uh, it doesn't seem fair, Roy. The players came through that cricket match without a single bruise. And Vernon gets clobbered... Oh, and then he says, And Vernon gets clobbered by the over-enthusiasm of our own fans. Well, she says they came through without a bruise. Two of them were injured, weren't they? Um, and then Melissa, who is the, the daughter, uh, Roy's feeding D- baby Diana at this point from the baby bottle. And mm. Melissa looks like she wants to say something. Um... You know, sorry, Mummy, Mummy, Roy Jr.'s got himself trapped in the tumble dryer again. <laughs> um, but she's being patient. She's just waiting um, as he perishes. Do you know, I, the tumble do you dryer. know uh, I don't know how much you know about Roy and Penny's backstory, but I've Not been learning deal. some things about it because um, Len and I at the moment, having finished all of those Roy annuals, 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, 70s and 80s, we've now moved on to Roy the Rovers, the official autobiography. Ghost written yes. by Charles Smith. <clears throat> I've got that, and yeah. It's very different changes. It's a change of speed, mm. you know, from real Roy, because there's a little bit of a, a sort of a satirical wink in the whole thing. Yeah. But it but it is based on the facts. Yeah. Um, And I found out that Roy met Penny because Penny was the secretary. She was hired as a secretary to, uh, what's his name? Who's the fella upstairs? Um, the ex-manager Ben Ben Galloway she was fucking oh, really? Ben Galloway's secretary right yeah she's got a job and, and, and Roy gave her the keen eye the glad eye 
when she was there. Uh, meeting with Ben, sat on the edge of the desk kind of thing, leaned in, yeah. give her a bit of the patter. Is he in? And then before you know it. Oh, wow. Yeah, probably all that kind of, you know, it was the early 70s when it, when it started the relationship. You'd have been giving it all the, well, I should come up for meetings here more often. Let's just say <laughs> I enjoy the view. That kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that come on okay, now let's now. stop walking about how does a superstar footballer like me get into a lovely girl's knickers like yours <laughs> <laughs> that passes for like quite good sort of romantic repartee in the early 70s yeah. I'm oh, sure it does race <laughs> I'm Ben's secretary I simply yeah. couldn't what do you want? don't worry I've run it past Ben he's fine with it <laughs> I don't think oh, you'd have God. said yes to any of the other lads like Blackie and that lot, yeah. but he said, for me, you got to understand I'm the most important individual in this club. Whatever so, keeps me happy. Whatever keeps yeah. my uh, wheels oiled, let's say, he's all right <laughs> with it. You're a lucky girl if you think about it, but it's best you don't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then he's holding up the milk bottle and having a look at it. See how much Diana's been drinking. He looks knackered, doesn't he? This is this is actually quite accurate by the uh, by what's his name, the illustrator, Skewsy, because I think I look at that and I think Skew has definitely had kids of his own. Yeah, because he's he's really captured like the the sort of exhaustion (laughs) and malaise. Yeah. That, that is raging through Roy. It's sort of like his usually perfectly chiselled features are sort of all yeah. saggy and miserable. He's got a touch of the Harry Redknapps about him all of a sudden. And as we said before, kids will do that to you within the first week if you're having a new kid. Absolutely. Within one week, it's, it's a crazy you, you situation. Can, you can get better, but after one week of having a kid, you can look like a hundred years. You can look basically like the emperor. From, you don't know you, if like, it's night or day. You don't know what your fucking name is. Yeah. You, it's uh, two weeks minimum paternity leave is what you need. Yeah, it's I mean, basically Skews, like being on some really bad acid. Yeah. Skew's obviously been thinking to himself there, the biggest suppressant of creativity is the pram in the hallway. And I am going to represent that here with this picture of Roy. I mean, he might have been going through that himself at the time. I think he has. It looks something like a very about honest... These feelings yeah. were still very vivid and raw to skew yeah. when he drew this picture. Yeah, definitely. It says, um, Werner Elliott was not the only casualty of Rovers' cricketing battles with Carmody's Cavaliers. And Roy's saying, all we could hope is that Mervyn Wallace and Charlie Carter uh, come through their final fitness test tomorrow. Oh, I was so fucking tired. Jesus Christ, I'm just going to sleep on the floor. And then cut to the next day. And there's the medicine ball. Do they still use the medicine ball, I wonder? You do get medicine in, uh, balls in football. Gyms. Do I don't they know still do them? Use them? Nowadays, everything's about core strength and medicine mm. balls are twisting about, throwing them about and stuff are used quite... Are they good for that? Quite, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Charlie Carter's got his upper chest and shoulder bandaged. Was it dislocated shoulder? It was, wasn't it? In those uh, days, the, like now, I think you hold them and you twist with them, and sometimes you slam them into the ground and so forth. In those days, I think if you know, if you look at any Rocky 
training montage, what they did was the, a coach would just fucking throw just them fucking into your stomach really hard. Hurl it at you. Yeah, yeah. Just hurl it at you. And just, you, just, you just have to fucking deal with it. It's actually a broken collarbone. Um, Looks like Tappy th- Morgan's affair is over because he's back in his normal get-up. He's dropped all yeah. the fancy shirts and stuff. She Summer's left me, Roy. I knew she would, <laughs> but it was great while it lasted. Tell you what, best summer of my fucking life, boy yeah, I've been a bit miserable. I, uh, I've been drinking a lot of scotch, Roy. And um, I've had several fights in local pubs. I'm facing bans from most of them, which has forced me to drink mainly at home or on park benches. But it's yeah. just the natural process of getting over heartbreak, Roy. But you know yeah, what? Right. Season started again, and I'll just get back down to work and forget about her. Forget about the bans. Don't need uh, the pubs. For the best, I got Melchester. Um... So, yeah, it's been hurled at him. And Charlie Carter's going, Ouch! And Taffy says, It hurts, eh? Okay, Charlie, that's enough. <laughs> you can forget about Charlie Roy. That broken collarbone isn't healing as quickly as we'd hoped. He's fucked. <laughs> He's what we call <laughs> fucked. Well, and truly <laughs> fucked. And Roy that's says, like what about... Reminds- it always reminds me of Phil Neal in that uh, in the Graham Taylor documentary. So he goes, Gaz is not right, is he? Gaz is not right on the bench. He goes, Gaz is not right. He, he looks tired. And Phil Neal just goes, Gaz fucked. <laughs> um, and Roy says, uh, what about Mervyn, Taff? And then we cut to see Mervyn training outdoors on the pitch a hurtling cricket board had left Mervyn Wallace with a hairline fracture of the forearm and we hear Taffy saying he can handle a light training but heavy tackles are definitely out and so is Mervyn says Roy so not a great start of the season then um, despite the bad news from Melchester Stadium thousands of fans turned up for the first match of the season as if they wouldn't as if the fans are going to go oh Charlie Carter's out and Mervyn Wallace fuck yeah. that I'm not going I'm not fuck going fuck off you don't know these Melchester fans, as we've commented before, they're fucking fickle, aren't they? They're not getting my one out 20. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they've, they're streaming into the, the ground there, pretty much. And a couple of them are talking as they go in. Rovers will still thrash them. They could turn out a reserve team good enough for the first division. Fuck off. Yeah. And then another one says, Aye! Aye! I mean, Aye. look at that line-up. Even without Vernon, Mervyn and Charlie, they'll be too good for Holverton. Which is who they're playing. So the lineup is is 4-3-3. Walter Williams is back in goal. Got a back four of Noel Baxter, Duncan Mackay, Vic Guthrie and Steve Naylor. Midfield, you've got Blatty Gray, Jimmy Slade, Nat Gosden. Up front, Kenny Logan, Roy Reyes, Paco Diaz. So, uh, yeah, that's a decent enough team, isn't it? Strong. Yeah. Uh, just Walter Williams in goal. I'm trying to think where Vernon Elliott usually plays. I think of him as a forward. But I think Vernon, Vernon is, would probably play where Kenny Logan is playing today. Yeah. So is but Logan usually seems to be playing too. He was so playing I, when Roy was Roy being shot though. I don't know whether uh, he was first yeah, choice yeah. after Roy being yeah, shot. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but Charlie Carter obviously Walter Williams takes his place, and who's the other one? Mervyn Wallace. Well, where does he normally play? Yeah, Midfield? I think he's no. I think he's a forward too. They're, they're oversubscribed with forwards. When I see it all written down, I didn't even know Noel Baxter was a fullback. I thought Duncan Mackay was. 
So you've got Mackay and Guthrie centre-backs, Naylor and Baxter full-backs. Yeah, fucking hell. Mm, so there you go. Uh, and as they run out onto the pitch, hooray! Welcome back from the second division, Rovers! A little fucking sly reminder that they've been relegated there the season before. Give them the rocket racy! Uh, By the way, the they've v- lost their shirt sponsorship deal with Gola. Oh, yeah, they have. They had they Gola have. on the actual shirt, and yeah. so it was the shirt manufacturer, and it was the shirt sponsor. So it actually it had was. Gola on it twice. So presumably the publishers, IPC, had, had actually done a deal mm-hmm. with Gola for that. And Gola yeah. said, we didn't get anything back from it. Fuck it, we're not doing it. Yeah, when you can't even sell the fucking shirts anymore. Yeah. Waste of time. Waste of our time, waste of your time. Fuck it. Waste of our resources. Yeah. So it says the visit. We've got these American to- brands kept trying to get into the market now. Adidas, Nike. We don't think it's going to get anywhere, but we've got to be on our guard, and that means not wasting <laughs> money on silly ventures like this. Stupid little children's comics. <laughs> waste of time. So uh, it says the visitors st- soon showed their respect for mighty Melchester. That's not good. Uh, look at that! Every man back in his own half. Holverton have obviously come for a draw. <laughs> Then suddenly, and there we see Roy hitting the rocket again, similar to on the front cover. Uh, there's the rocket! Someone shouts as he unleashes it. But, ooh, it's hit the crossbar. Um, and the rebounds landed just right for Kenny Logan. And there's Kenny Logan on the right-hand side, playing up front. Ball bounces down off the bar. Open goal pretty much, because the goalkeeper is on, on, on his uh, on his arse. Uh, but incredibly... Oh no! He's pushed it wide! Oh, How the heck no. could he miss from that distance? And then another one shouts, That was rubbish, Logan! <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you Christ. fucking pricks. Well, this is second season syndrome because Logan joined them last year and actually was brilliant, full of mm-hmm. tricks, really exciting to watch. He got the cra- He got fans out, out their seats, Andy. He was that yeah, sort of player. He? That's what you want. And now, second season, whether defenders have found him out or he's just lost that initial well, sort of vigour that you have. He's gone up a level, hasn't he? Top league yeah, now. He was second well. division yeah, last season. So he's maybe, playing against tougher defenders. Maybe he's just playing above his station. So, mm. uh, And then Roy looks at him. Logan's got his head in his hands. And uh, Roy thinks, that's all I need. Three of my best players injured. And another one losing his form in the first match of the season. That's not really positive management, is it? Roy's no. meant to get over there and just G him up and say, that's all right, Don't son, worry, never mind. Lad. We all miss. Don't worry, yeah, you, you got You'll yourself, put the next one away. You're getting yourself into the right positions, and that's the yeah. main thing. If you yeah, keep getting yourself in those positions, you will score. The goals will come. Don't worry, son. Yeah. And Roy's thinking, oh, we're fucked here. Which, uh, so that's that not great. I wish I'd never. I wish I'd let him go back to us to his fucking estate agents with his mental old man. <laughs> so that's the end of this one, and it says next week a shock for Rovers. Holverton go two up. I mean, that's too much of a spoiler. Yeah, you know massive I mean? spoiler. Fucking hell, that's just ruined half of next week's for me yeah, already. I'm not getting next week's now. Fuck it. You no, know, you're not going to bother. All right, I'll do I'm it myself. Get Tiger instead. I think we'll focus on the wheelchair wonder instead next week. Yeah. And just um, just touch on what's happening in Roy the Rover. So that marks out a 10 for that. I'm giving that an 8. Yeah, I'll give it an 8. Uh, not a lot going on. It, it just kind of moved the story along. 
easing, that, easing us back into the football season. Yeah, and that's all right. But, you know, mm. um, as it says on the front, eight great picture stories every week. So you can't knock it. That's that then. Um, we'll be back uh, with another one with episode 101 next season. Um, if you do want to unsubscribe, don't think about our feelings. Please don't unsubscribe. I need them resources. Mm-hmm.